a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning Companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. Looks like all eyes on the Supreme Court of the United States as they hear arguments against uh, the White House's plan to forgive student loan debt. We are going to be taking you there live. We understand the arguments are still going on um, in just a moment. For now, though, Taylor Morgan in this morning for Dave Noriega. Taylor is a co-host of KSL at Night. You're also a lobbyist on Capitol Hill, which will be very, very helpful today because we know that the clock is ticking on the 2023 session. It ends Friday, right? It, it ends at 11.59 p.m. on Friday night. Not that I'm counting down the minutes, Debbie. In, in 45 minutes, I'm looking forward to your deep dive, giving us a peek behind the curtain uh, for the budget, for this year's budget, you have been highlighting uh, the the highlights and what I'll call the lowlights of the budget, which include uh, things I didn't know were stuffed in there, Taylor. Oh, Debbie, this budget is, it's big. There's a lot of money and there's a lot of interesting line items we will get into. Okay. Brewing Utah weather. Special coverage on KSL News Radio. We want to start with the weather today because we got uh, just pretty much slammed in some parts of the state overnight. Not so much along the Wasatch Front. Although, Taylor, you said your commute in this morning at about 7 a.m. was wild down on the south end of I-15. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but when drivers come around the bend there uh, from Utah County making their way into Salt Lake County, things get a little bit intense there on I-15, and it always tends to bottleneck. Right where I get on the freeway there in Draper. It was also intense overnight in Ogden. Listen to this. That is... What is that? It's, it's thunder snow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa is right. Thunder snow. Yeah, you saw the images of it. It was like a big smack of lightning in yeah. the middle of a snowstorm. How does that happen? I've never heard of thunder snow before. We'll bring in uh, KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson in just a moment. Let's get out to the newsroom. Adam Small, uh, you've been covering the uh, the thunder snow for us. Describe the videos that we've been getting uh, through email here at Broadcast House from some of our TV viewers and radio listeners. Yeah, Debbie, the video, I think the one you were just playing was from uh, Christine Martinez, the one I've been uh, referring to this morning as well. She sent us these videos. She just wakes up around 2 a.m. to the sound of thunder at her house in Ogden and just takes a video, and you can audibly hear thunder, I believe, at one point. You can actually see lightning. It's super rare, but, I mean, we got multiple tips and reports about this this meteorological phenomena happening up in uh, about Roy in that Ogden area. 
Um, but we do know going into the next portion of weather that comes in tonight, I spoke with a meteorologist in the National Weather Service who said that we're probably not going to see any more of that tonight. It, it's pretty rare. I've never seen it in person myself. <laughs> yeah. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Thank you. Let's get over to Matt Johnson, KSL meteorologist, who's in studio with us. Uh, what is this thunder snow we speak of, <laughs> right. or snow thunder? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an amazing phenomenon. It's one of my favorites in meteorology. And basically, what you're what you're doing is you're getting grapple and you're getting snowflakes passing each other up in the cloud, and that creates static electricity. The difference okay. in electricity charges between the cloud and the ground causes a lightning strike. I saw you uh, reported and uh, tweeted yesterday that we are in for a wild weather pattern well into March. Yeah, so there's there's uh, a lot of large-scale systems that are here on planet Earth. One of them is La Nina, El Nino, that we know. Now, there's another one called Madden-Julian Oscillation, or MJO. <laughs> right. And basically, all you need to know about this is that it's basically a large area um, of rising air and inclement weather. And it circulates the globe every 30 to 60 days. It just so happens it's going to be entering the Pacific Basin. Uh, that typically influences our weather here in the West and can help bring wet weather. And it's looking like that's trying to set up as we move uh, through March. So what does that mean for like, snowfall? Like I'm a skier. I should be up Little Cottonwood Canyon right now, but I'm here in studio <laughs> with Debbie. What does this mean for snowfall for the for the coming months? Well, first off, you did the right thing coming in. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It, well, and the canyon's actually not open yet, so I don't feel <laughs> oh, too bad about go. it yet. Um, but to answer your question, so this is going to be – this type of scenario would bring a – we're in a cold, wet pattern. This would bring a warm, wet pattern. So that would right. this would be more of a valley, rain, mountain, snow scenario bringing – Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish – changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Plenty of snow. All right, Matt Johnson, KSL meteorologist. Uh, thank, for, thank you so much for the heads up and the education on what is thunder snow, snow thunder. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's get out to Mayor Monica Zoltansky. Uh, she's the mayor of Sandy City because I was hearing reports this morning on Utah's Morning News, Mayor, that it seems like your city is out of money, at least for road salt. Well, good morning, Debbie and Taylor. So nice of you to have me on. We have just been walloped with snow in Sandy this year. And we've used our entire salt budget of $126,000 this year already. And, you know, the season is not done yet. So far, we've spent uh, just over $240,000 just on salt, and we're not done yet. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going back to my city council to ask that they 
open the city pocket book for more salt so that we can keep up with the snow load and uh, service our residents in a way that they can get out of their neighborhoods, get out of their, get on the roads and get to work. And, and keep the, the roads from icing up. That salt is so critical uh, in your efforts to keep the, the roads plowed. Are you also over budget for overtime for plow drivers, Mayor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not just the salt. It's the uh, staffing, the personnel. Our, our plow drivers are incredible. We have a team of 21 plow drivers that go around the city on the roads. And then not to mention our parks crew that shovel the walks and clear the trailheads in our parks and around our city facilities. So it's a huge budget drain on us this year just to keep up with the extreme weather. But that's what we've got to do as a city. We have to plan for the extremes and build out and make sure that we have the systems and the personnel in place to respond when necessary. Yeah, Mayor, and I understand that uh, a facility that uh, the city used to store snowplows experienced some damage or or burned down a few years ago, and that's impacting your ability to respond. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's a great question. We had a big fire in our public works facility in 2017, and we built our administrative offices But uh, the next phase is to rebuild the garage where the mechanics work. But while we're doing that, building our mechanics uh, new garage, they maintain our fleet of over 700 vehicles in the city. We will be without outside storage or uh, covered storage for our snowplows for a year. And so we're looking at options that are going to be a temporary fix. But really, we need as a city to fund our long-term proper storage of our salt trucks. When those salt trucks are loaded up, those 10-wheel dump trucks, loaded up with 30 tons of salt and they need to be ready to go when the call comes in. And so that's why they need to be stored indoors. And we're already in a really tight spot and we'll be without covered storage as we go through our next phase of building out our uh, facilities garage. Yeah. Well, Sandy Mayor Monica Zoltansky, thank you so much uh, for joining. Yeah. Thanks, Mayor. Uh, I'm sure she was glad to hear KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson say we're in for a wet but warmer pattern, which means perhaps less salt, maybe less salt, maybe cities like Sandy and Draper, where you live, which got slammed by this last snowstorm. How much did you end up getting up at your house? We had about 20 inches overnight. uh, And that was in the middle of the street out in front of my house. Uh, Spent a lot of time with Mm -hmm. my neighbors digging ourselves out. Uh, It took a, a day or two for the plows to get around lot of snow, Debbie, and it's still coming. Well, and I'm sure that Sandy City isn't alone in its, you know, money crunch when it comes to the snow plowing and the salt. We'll continue to track developments on that story. But the promise that roads will continue to be plowed, um, certainly for traffic safety. Straight ahead, let's take you live to the United States Supreme Court. Do we know if arguments are still, oral arguments are still happening? I'm getting the head nod yes from our producer, Caitlin, who's in the control room. So we're going we're gonna to dip in live in just a matter of moments. Now, you had a student loan, and this is what is being argued in front of the Supreme Court right now, is whether President Biden's student loan forgiveness program is legal. Yeah. And you had one, but you paid it off. I did. I And I was grateful to have the opportunity to take out those student loans because they made the difference in being able to take advantage of some key opportunities in college that led to my career and also to completing graduate school. So I was grateful to have those loans and I just paid them off. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get into this. Yeah, Taylor, I want to ask you, Taylor Morgan in today for Dave Noriega in just a moment. Like, 
Would you have taken the deal from the White House to forgive those student loans? Let's get into that discussion in three minutes. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.